Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Persuasion by the Pint. I am Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool. Uh, Sean, today we're going to do a pre-Thanksgiving episode uh, right before the holiday, um, and we're just going to do some random stuff. Uh, you've got some stuff on hypnosis that we're going to be discussing. Um, yes. Uh, so just sit back and relax. Just sit back as and relax. we talk about absolutely hypnosis. Exactly. You could hypnotize me just talking about uh, Thanksgiving food on the no. menu. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you could Tamar's really. Down. Tamara's downstairs right now doing the pre-Thanksgiving prep. Oh yes. So she just made uh, cranberry fluff. Have you ever had that? I have not. So cranberry fluff is like it's cranberries, but then it's got like marshmallow and cream cheese in it. So it's one of those dessert sides that we're, you know, we love in the South for Thanksgiving. It's like, (laughs) yeah, it's a side. No, but it's just another dessert. (laughs) It's actually, yeah, it's like sweet potato casserole, man. I mean, marshmallows on top. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a side. That's right. It's, it's, uh, (laughs) it's like, wait a minute. I'm having a dessert after I eat this dessert. This is fantastic. This Uh, is a good day. Exactly. So we had a, I get two Thanksgivings. We had a pre Thanksgiving last weekend because my, my side of the family came up. Yeah. And, um, so, and now we get another, I get a second Thanksgiving tomorrow and through the weekend. So, uh, I will have gained about 20 pounds, um, just in the last nice. week. <laughs> nice. I saw you've been hitting the tonal a little bit. Yes, so. I did. I did. I was, a I've gotten strike. off a little bit, but I, uh, I jumped on faithfully, uh, two nights ago. I was hitting yeah. it hard about 10 o'clock. So very good. Yeah. Well, uh, before we get started with our beverages, so we're going to be, I'm going to share one question that everybody should be asking. Mm. Um, the simple question that everybody should be asking about before they do any campaigns of any kind. So we'll, okay. we'll cover that because I've run into this several times in conversations this week with guys who are building brands. Um, one of whom we're probably going to have on the show in a few weeks. Oh, um, good. And I think we'll do kind of learn from what he's doing on the e-com side. Mm-hmm. But also I thought we might do some hot seat stuff with him and you and I brainstorm and, Oh yeah. And, uh, see if we could help him out. So that'll be, be great. coming up soon. Okay. Um, and then also just to let everybody know that this episode is sponsored by the original craft beer club. Yes. So if you like beer and you like different beers and you've kind of run out of beers at your local store, the original craft beer club is a subscription <clears throat> beer club that has, you get like 12 beers a month from all over the country they send you information about it. It's really cool. You can do gifts. You can do like a three month gift pack. So if those, if there's somebody in your life that wants beer, the original craft beer club. Perfect, perfect holiday gift. Perfect Absolutely. Christmas gift. It's the gift that keeps on giving even after yeah. Christmas. <laughs> you can learn more about it at persuasionbythepint.com slash craft beer. Bingo. So. I remember getting, I didn't, this was, before we started using these guys, but I did this for a couple of customers in the, in the past, um, who were craft beer enthusiasts. And this is like, they were, they loved it. Cause these are the, yeah. um, you know, they get the same thing every year, like the, you know, popcorn, you know, from their vendors, yeah. they give them the same crap, you know? And so yeah. I'm always trying to figure out, you know, well, you know, for my best, 
clients out there what something different and so and yeah. it's tailored to their interest right and uh this is a win-win yeah so it, there's still time to order before you know christmas we'll talk about this the next few weeks but yeah still time before Christmas to get them. And you can do this year round birthdays. Absolutely. So even though we're recording yeah. this right before Thanksgiving and the mm-hmm. holidays, if you're listening to this, you know, sometime <clears throat> in the future, you know, 2358 or whatever, like <laughs> maybe they'll still be around. You could probably 3d print beer at that point. I don't know. 3d print so, beer. That'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'd be um, on board so, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, tracks, we'll, get with Elon, we'll get with Elon Musk. We'll get started on that. That's right. Didn't have anything else going on. <laughs> no breweries needed. We just need a printer. I'm good. Yeah. I'm. I love yeah. that. That'd be cool. All right. What are you drinking over there on your end? So speaking of, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, cranberry, which yeah. I, I'm usually not a huge cranberry sauce guy or cranberry yeah. anything guy on Thanksgiving, um, but I do have the uh, New Belgium Holiday Ale. I'm going to bring this up here, which does have. Flavors of cranberry and spice and everything nice, nice uh, yes. for Thanksgiving, is, for ho- for actually very, Christmas. <laughs> it's like I'm, a throwback can, too. That can looks very, like, yeah, yeah, with 80s the little, or 70s uh, Christmas, you know? Yeah, that's old school. That's an yeah. old school design right there. They didn't care. They're like, yeah. we're going to take a page out of holiday wrapping paper and <laughs> ornaments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So nostalgia. That's right. Which I love. And yeah. uh, so we'll see. We'll see how it tastes. I'm I'm a little hesitant on the cranberry, that's but right. we'll see. You'll be fine. 7.5% EBV. Okay. And um, it is, uh, I don't know what the IBUs are. I don't even care. So what do you yeah. got? I've got um, from our friends at. Um, Let's see, take that off. Yeah, from my friends at Saloon Door. Oh, man, look at this. you. You always have the best looking cans. So this is, their thing is they always have a pig, like a flying <laughs> pig, you know, like when pigs fly. Yep. So this is their pumpkin spice. It's an it's a Russian imperial stout with pumpkin spice. Ooh, so that's my a last new pumpkin. That's a n- yes. n- new combination there. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I didn't have this last year, mm-hmm. so... Give this a try. I love that the pig is holding like a, I don't know why he's holding a coffee cup. I guess pumpkin spice latte, oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess, maybe. Probably um, so. Yeah. Pumpkin spice latte. But it's called basic biculus. So instead of basic bitch, I guess, this is basic biculus. <laughs> I don't know what a biculus is. Is that the type of pig? I, I have no idea. I don't either. I don't I have no idea. What is that? Didn't is that at, the price on? Does that the price on there? Well, when you at H E B, like oh, yeah. if you see a four pack or a six pack, okay. they'll break it up for you ah, and then price them individually, so you don't have to buy the whole pack. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you pay a little more per can, but sure. you're not you're not stuck with the whole four pack or six pack that you don't want. Sure. So, which for our show is perfect because I just go in there and I yeah, find is. three or four different ones, and instead of buying four six packs mm-hmm. or f- seems like they're all four packs now yeah. um oh and by the way this is 11.8 percent wow yeah so it's very nice have you poured and it this is i have poured it it is very dark look at that look at it you got a glass this time <laughs> a mug a mug all right well this is happy happy life i like it and i have my uh my wife uh, she's got a wine glass. I got her a wine glass that says happy 
happy wife and my mug I'm, says happy life. Uh, <laughs> see, I'll, when y'all cheers it up, it makes, makes sense. Bingo. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. Okay. Now I'm getting it. I'm not. <laughs> Let me try this again here. All right. Mm. Wow. Whew. I had to um, wake you up. I had Middle Eastern food for lunch today, so I think that's really <laughs> messing, messing with my palate up completely on this. Oh, but, yeah. Um, it's like eating spicy food and, you know, Mexican food with, with a beer doesn't always yeah. work. The wrong yeah. kind of beer. Yep. So, maybe some. um, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and do mine while you think about yours. So definitely get the full, like in your face, Russian Imperial stout when you sip it that, especially at 11, almost 12%, mm-hmm. like you kind of get that syrupy Russian Imperial stout. And then on the back end, after you're kind of, after it's washed down, then the pumpkin spice comes out. Um, it says pumpkin spice latte, but I don't taste any latte. Like they, I think they could have put a little more mm-hmm. milky stout taste to it. Um, it's very, it's definitely got the spice, definitely got the rushed imperial stout. Um, pretty sweet. It's, it's pretty, it's actually not too sweet. Not as sweet as some Russian imperial stouts. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it is sweet. I mean, you're not pounding three or four of these. <laughs> Probably not even two. It's, it's kind of a sipping, you know, definitely a sipping mm-hmm. beer with the pumpkin pie. Be good. I bet it'd pair well with pumpkin pie. That would be good. Mm. Um, so I'm going to give mine a, I don't love it. I think it's going to get better. It was pretty cold when I poured it. I think it'll air out a little bit, but I'm going to give it right now where it stands a three, six, 3.6 pints out of five. 3.6. Okay. Oh, man, I really am not sure what to give this one. Um, this is, uh, I don't like, I don't really like the, I don't know if it's the cranberry or the whatever spice. I don't know if it's cinnamon spice or what kind of spice is in here. Um, but it's just not, uh, the aftertaste is not so great. So, um, I'm probably going to give this one like a two, I'm going to give this one a two seven. Um, it's drinkable, but not one that I would certainly go. I, I wouldn't buy this one again. Sorry. Uh, New Belgium. <laughs> keep your holiday, right. keep your holiday ale under the tree yeah. and re-gift it to someone else. There you go. <laughs> Gotta be a holiday party coming up. You can drop that at the front desk or something. <laughs> definitely be re-gifting this one. Uh, nah, it's, uh, it's okay. It's, it's not horrible, but it's just not what I expected. Um, especially at seven, seven and a half, but we'll see, uh, you know, I'll drink it. Yeah. So, all right. I'll drink it. Cause it's right there in front of me. I mean, I'm yeah. <laughs> and you got a fancy glass for it and That's everything. Right. So exactly. Well. exactly. All right. So let's jump into this show and we're going to talk about some hypnotic language. We're going to be talking about, you know, kind of how to reframe marketing messages. We're going to talk about <laughs> awareness 
couple other things. Um, so yeah, as we're getting Kinda. spammed, uh, in the comments. Oh yeah. <laughs> Put this up for everybody so they can see it. <laughs> Triple X 20 fun, baby. Find love, find your love in your, in you city. All right. So is you city, like, <laughs> is you city like an actual city or is it supposed to be your, <laughs> I think it meant your city. Uh, let me go ahead and block a, that user. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll block that one. Yeah, that's that's more of a Valentine's episode, not a Thanksgiving <laughs> episode. We'll save that. All right. All um, right. So XXX20.fun was blocked. <laughs> I know some of you guys out there are like, what was that again? What was that? What was that? What was that handle again? XXX20.fun. Yeah, I'm not All sure right. how we. <laughs> we got on their list, but um, so I, we must be just killing it on YouTube that we're getting spam now. Yep. Um, must we probably doubled our views from three to six or something? <laughs> um, all right, so you and I were both. Uh, we were, well, I was on the internet, the interwebs. Yes, uh, I think it was. I think it was Instagram. Maybe it was Facebook. I don't know. Somewhere in the meta universe. Um, and I saw this ad for hypnotic, a deck of hypnotic language cards. Yep. So literally like a deck of cards, mm -hmm. um, that have these little one-off like hypnotic language patterns on them. And I was like, that's cool. I've always been interested in like hypnotic language and phrases and things like that. Like, can I work those into my copy? Can I work those into my coaching with yep. people? You know, all this stuff. Uh, and I love the fact that it was a physical product, right. You know, that I could actually have and kind yeah. of leave on my desk and mm -hmm. play with and stuff like that. You're starting to see um, more. Have you, have you noticed a trend on more yes. of these types of, cause we were talking about some of the, some of some other products that were on yeah. storytelling and things like that. And I've noticed a, a bigger trend on going back to kind of the physical yes. and, you know, using a deck of cards instead of, you know, books or anything like that, which yeah, makes or a lot of sense. Or whatever. Yeah. Right? Cause if this, I can tell you this, had this been a PDF or a cheat sheet or guy, I would not have. Sure. It. Right. The um, fact that you can, something you can hold, but yet it's, it's, it's uh, easy enough to, you know, from a reference standpoint that you don't have to find, you don't have to flip and find, but you just kind of, you know, you just pull a card up and, yeah, you pull a card out and you just kind of, you know, mm -hmm. read through them every once in a while. Yep. You know, it's, you'll see when you, cause you got, you got a copy too. I sent you the link mm -hmm. and then you ended yeah. up ordering some too. Absolutely. But yeah. These were only $8 and 95 cents and that included shipping. Right. So they weren't doing the whole, you know, yeah, it's it a pretty good deal. And mm -hmm. then it's 52 cards. They actually are numbered just like a deck of cards. Right. But oh, it even each. has the uh, the ace and the, all the numbers. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. So you could literally play cards with this deck. Like, mm -hmm. it's, they're there. Um, and then while you're deciding if you're going to fold or go, you could you could use some, you could read whatever's in your hand, and you'd be like, if you want to try to psych out your poker player friend, right, you could just, like, read one of these. Yeah. Um, but here's how it works. And these are really cool. And then we'll talk about what happened to both Jonathan and I after we ordered these. <laughs> So stay tuned for stay that. Um, so here's one. It says don't X too quickly. That's so that's kind of the main theme of the card, right? Don't X. That's kind of the key phrase of that card. So this okay. is a seven of hearts. Okay. And then it has a little paragraph and it says, this is another way of putting an embedded command in a sentence. It's full of implications and presuppositions. Mm. 
So now this guy is literally a hypno, um, like a hypnotherapist yeah. and does hypno training, stage hypnosis, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. they are designed for that. Mm-hmm. You have to adapt a little bit if you want to use them for sales or marketing or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this says, so here's the example then. So it gives a little bit of a paragraph and then the colored part there, it, um, don't it, fall into actual, a trance. That's all. It's, yeah. Okay. So it says, don't fall into a trance too quickly Mm -hmm. and don't relax every nerve too quickly. So I don't know how to use that one because I haven't taken the course yet. Mm -hmm. So that's probably not a great example. Um, Let me see. Pick a number or a card. Like Uh, give me a number and Jack. Jack of, I don't know if I can find it that quick, but. Let's see, Jack, Queen, Jack. Here's a, here's the one. All right, so this is a Jack of Clubs. Mm-hmm. So every time you then, so every time you then. Okay. So it says another cause and effect language pattern. It connects specific behavior with something that has, that has to happen. Every time means there are no exceptions, which is very useful. So it's like. So this, the example here is every time I remember these are like putting people in trances, putting people in hypnosis. Sure. So then we'll, this one, I think we can back up Jonathan and how we might use it in a sales situation. Mm-hmm. So every time you think of that old problem, then you'll feel a sense of humor and relief that it's gone. So I could see Jonathan, how you might use this in your, your stuff. Like every time you think of that old supplier, mm-hmm. then you'll feel a sense of, you know, humor and relief that it's gone. And you've, and you're working with us. That's right. Yeah. 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 By the yeah. way, that's right. By the way, that's right. Is a hypnotic command as well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, that's good. Cause you're planning images in the, you know, every time yeah. you think of that supplier that old problem, yeah, yeah, exactly. or that old problem or associate that old supplier. the supplier with the, with the, right. Misery of the problem. And the key to these is to make them conversational. So, you know, you're in a conversation, you know, you're close. So this is kind of like assuming the sale, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, Jonathan, every time you think of that, uh, I'm really excited for you because every time you think of that old supplier, Mm -hmm. then you're going to feel this sense of kind of humor and relief that they're gone and you're working with us. Absolutely. Well, you could use this in sales copy too. Oh yeah, for sure. And then you can kind of play with it Mm -hmm. um, a little bit. So yeah, it's a whole, I mean, literally 52 different commands and and phrasings that you could use, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, cause and effect. There's, uh, there's just all kinds of cool phrases. And like I said, some of them are very hypnotic, um, obvious that you're kind of doing that, but others could certainly be adapted. Sure. So that's the language cards, the mic. Mandel hypnosis Academy language cards Mm -hmm. and they're kind of to help you learn different hypnotic things. Um, but like any good marketer, once we bought this, there was an upsell at the other side. That's the, that's the real lesson in all of this. That's the lesson here, right? (laughs) Cards. Forget the cards. Uh, (laughs) both of us fell into their little uh, funnel, their little trap. Yes. Um, right. so, because, so because did, what do they do? They sold a product, which was mm-hmm. like hy- hypnosis. Uh, and they did a really good job, you know, cause you sent me the link. They did a good job yeah. at once I read it, they did a good job. And then you're just like eight bucks, right? Yeah. $8. Who, I mean, 
It's like, yeah, why that's not? A no, why, why not? I mean, what do you have to lose? So you jump in that, but it's interesting. They, they upsell you on a higher, a much higher price product, which is their yeah. course, you know? Right. Or their membership. No, um, I mean, not super higher price. I mean, but it's compared to the $8, it's, it's, it's higher. It's yeah. Much so higher. the upsell I saw was to a membership, yep. kind of their academy, mm-hmm. but it's actually only $47 a month mm-hmm. and you get a 14 day trial and then you, then it's 47 a month after that. Right. And what's cool is when you, when they talked about the Academy, you get all this hypnosis training in it and you can even get a certification, yeah. which makes it far cheaper than most of the other hypnosis certification courses out there. Right. Depending on how long, of course, it took you to, yep. to go through the material. Um, and there's some bonuses and some other things, but yeah, it was, it was a pretty no brainer for me to go from eight ninety five to 47. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I would have gone straight to 47 had that been the ad. Yeah you know, even with a 14 day trial. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's something about that when you, when you can get people to open their wallet the first time, they're kind of already in buying mode. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's they, buying they, frenzy. I think is what Dan Kennedy calls it. <clears throat> right. Yeah. You're in their pinball machine, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're kind of, you're moving them along in your little pinball machine, uh, yep. you know, and you've given them the low barrier of entry so that anybody, you know, most people are like, Okay, that's interesting. If I'm interested in hypnosis or mm-hmm. persuasion, marketing, copywriting, anything like that, this is, this is. I mean, I'm curious. How did you stumble across it? I mean, it was just a Facebook ad. Facebook for ad. Me. Okay, so, yeah. so so they got you I'm, with a Facebook ad. Um, yeah, so I'm sure the targeting. You know, I'm sure I'm certainly in that world where we like that kind of stuff. So it makes mm-hmm. sense that I would be targeted. Right. Um, so yeah, I went from. Went to the site, ordered the cards, uh, you know, after, after probably a day, mm-hmm. you know, we're not immediately, but pretty quick. And then, um, immediately upgraded to the, to the membership. Yep. Um, and you're on their list, right? Right. You're on their list now too. So and we're going to get physical address. <laughs> right. Exactly. And this is something I think most, a lot of Mark, I was talking to somebody yesterday who's building a brand, mm-hmm. um, when you can sell something physical to somebody and you have a shipping address, now you can do, and we've talked about this before, but you can, now you can send follow-up letters, even if they unsubscribe from your email list. Yeah. You still have their physical address that you can send them a letter in the Absolutely. mail. Absolutely. Yeah. To invite them to mm-hmm. a three-day seminar or a new course that you just rolled out or right. another deck of cards that, right. you know, maybe has a little bit different slant to it. Yeah. Um, so that's a very valuable asset. And, you know, and you know, if you use that method of going 895, you have buyers on your list, not just freebie seekers. That's right. Exactly. These are people who bought. Mm-hmm. And the difference, even at $8, the difference between a buyer and a non-buyer over lifetime value is huge. Like right. it's buyers buy, mm-hmm. freebie seekers look for freebies. Sure. I mean, that's exactly. just, yeah. it's just the way it is. Yep. So to be able to start out with a buyer is a huge, huge deal. Um, I've gone through about 10 of the videos, you know, so far, I think Mm -hmm. I've had the, it's probably been five or six days. Um, so got another 10 days or so to try it out, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's, he's pretty good at uh, what he does and very casual. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to, to learn more. So for those of you that are interested, it's Mike Mendel hypnosis academy i don't have a link we don't have an affiliate yep. link or anything yep. but you can 
you can look it up. And how, I wonder just, I mean, from an expense standpoint, you know, sending out something that obviously would have been, you know, like you said earlier, you can't, they could have put a PDF together. Uh, you, yeah. you, we, neither one of us would have bought that. Right. Yeah. Um, the fact that they put it in physical format, probably from their standpoint, from an expense standpoint, doesn't cost them a whole lot of money for a deck of cards bet, to have these printed yeah, up. Those deck of cards, you know, mass printed yeah. is probably two or three bucks. Right. You know? Yep. And so they're at eight ninety five. they're probably covering their card and their shipping costs. Right. Now they're not covering their ad cost for acquisition. Yeah. But the upsells are cover should be covering. Should be covering that. that. And in the meantime, yeah. they get, they, they're using a physical product to gain your physical address. And yeah. that's one thing you can't unsubscribe to unless you're complete, you know, unless you're moving. Right. I mean, most people yep. don't just up and move to unsubscribe <laughs> to get off a yeah. list. You can't, you, yeah. people don't do that, but yeah. I mean, um, there's, you can get off people's mail list, but it's a lot more hassle. Yeah. And yeah. most people don't even think to do it because it's not sure. like it's showing up every day. Right. You know? Exactly. Um, and the and fact now, that you, you know, bought something, I mean, there's, there's very, there's, the likelihood that you're going to take action to get off that list is, is pretty low, but you know, yeah. people ignore emails. People may unsubscribe just cause they're inbox. They're getting hit all the time, but you know, physical, like we talk about physical, you know, physical mail, direct mail is people want that nowadays, you yeah. know, when everything's been digital. Well, especially this time of year to, to kind of have physical products sure. people are in shopping mode right now. And, yeah. And, you know, you don't want to go in a store and walk out with a membership. You want to walk out with a thing Absolutely. that you can wrap. So it's kind of the same thing online. It's like, what did I just buy? It's, you know, it's digital. Oh, where did I put that? Right. Like, you know, but now this is on my desk. Mm -hmm. It also reminds me to go check in on the membership. Sure. Um, because they're out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, I think overall, it's just a cool little trinket. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember at Funnel Hacking Live, um one of the speakers, I just lost his name, um, Perry Belcher. Mm -hmm. He talked about exactly that, like doing more physical products to send people. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to do a cheat sheet, laminate it and send it in the mail. Right. Yep. Yep. Instead of just doing a PDF, you can still give them the PDF. Sure. But also send them something in the mail. Right. That, you know, cost, cost you a buck 50 to make. You Cause they won't, for, for, you know, for one thing, they won't forget about it. I mean, digital right. stuff gets buried you know, on your, yeah, I have every laptop. intention a lot of times to go look at a, you know, a PDF I download. Yeah. I even try to open it up once I download it and kind of leave it in a tab or wherever, but then, if, you know, something happens, the tabs get closed and I just mm -hmm. totally forget about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, I've got hundreds of PDFs that have, mm -hmm. you know, downloaded and I'm yeah. like, Oh yeah, should read that sometime. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so, won't, but I should. Yeah. Yeah. So these are much better. They're, mm -hmm. you know, physical, they're tactical that, you know, you can actually touch them and feel them. Oh yeah. So it makes, makes it fun to, fun to get. I keep a, um, you know, I keep a, you know, I use my phone to, for calendars and stuff, but I still keep a notebook planner with me that has a little, uh, slide, little slide pocket in it. And yeah. even like, I will, you know, I'm still one of those guys that, will take, you know, information from a book or something that I've read. And if it's really super important that I never want to forget, yeah. I will make little, I've got three by five note cards that I will write yes. out these things on note cards. Yeah. 
and keep them in. If it's something that really is important, like it, it, like a bullet, a list of bullet points that I don't need to forget, or if it's a, uh, maybe a script or something that I want to use or, or, or just something that I need to remember, I'll write these little things on note cards and yeah. I'll have all of these little three by five note cards that I've written, you know, printed. I don't, I usually don't, my cursive writing sucks. It's, it's terrible. So I'll usually just print, print these out. But yeah, man, I love stuff like that. I love reference stuff like that, that you can just pull up and, and, uh, you know, access it on the go. So. Yep. Same here. So, all right, well, let's move into number two, which is, um, this has to do with like, how do you write, what, what type of lead or what type of hook do you use mm-hmm. in your sales pages, yep. um, things like that. And I've been talking with a couple of people who are kind of getting their, their e-commerce brands going and, and they, they all kind of seem to be stuck or not understand this. So it's been on my mind a bit this week. Right. Um, before we move on, we got a comment from mm-hmm. Tesh. Yep. If you get their physical address, would you opt to send them mail or would you still go digital like email? Tesh, I would do both. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So their, their physical address is less crowded than email mm-hmm. for sure. Right. So if you can send a letter in the mail, you can send a you know physical product in the mail, anything like that. So yeah, I would definitely, I would send them snail mail and I would still continue to hit them with email yeah. and you could make the two work together. You could send an email saying, Hey, sending you a surprise to your mailbox should be there within seven days. And then yeah. it kind of builds some anticipation as well. Mm-hmm. So great question, Tash, feel free to, and you can send, coming. you don't have to send, you know, our friend that, that we had on, um, recently who does a little one page, um, newsletter every month. I still get his yeah. newsletters. He sends it to me. Um, his name will come to me in just a second because we had him on a few few episodes back. But he, uh, you know, he sends it in. I, sometimes he'll put it. And it seems like every month so far that I've gotten something from him, he puts it in a different envelope. But it's it's a one page, so it's the postage is nothing. It costs him yeah. very little to send. Yeah, I mean, you figure one page envelope. Yep, one to two pages stamp. Yes, um, even if you print it out at home, depending on how big your list is and things like that, mm-hmm. like. I mean, you're talking a buck 50 maybe. Yep. You know, yep. most. Yep. Um, and when you consider an ad to get back in front of somebody, it could easily cost two or three bucks right. as well. Right. You know, that's really not that that much. Yep. Uh, you know, mail is now about the same or less expensive than some of the online places yeah. that you can get it. Um, were you talking about Matthew Shoup? No, I was, uh, Kev, uh, Kevin Donlin, who we had on. Oh, Kevin, That's yes. 278, where, you know, he, he prints up a little nice little, um, like one page back, uh, you know, back both sides. Um, yeah. And it's nothing special, but it's really good. You know, it's so like, it's so old school that it's actually yeah. very attractive to read it. Yes. You know, because it's not like, it, there's not a ton of graphics on there. It's kind of Dan Kennedy-ish where yeah. it's just print. Um, but it's really good. I, I like every time I get it and, and he has something good to say, so I'm going to read it. But, yeah. um, the fact that he sends it physically, I, I actually, it increases my interest to read it more than if he sent it 
you know, just email. You know, there's very few people that I <laughs> anymore that I'll read. You know, Ben Settle's one of those that I still love to read his, um, yeah, you know, emails. his stuff that he sends out every time his emails. But uh, yeah. there's not many people like that that I would. But Kevin's one of those, you know, and and you know, we stumbled upon him, and he's a great guest. But uh, you can listen to that interview at you know on episode 278. But yeah, his he's got good stuff. He writes well, so yeah. You know, you could even take like if you're already doing a weekly email. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to implement this strategy where you get, you know, something physical sent to them, yeah, then you could take your same weekly email and turn it into a print newsletter Easy. Yep. that you just send out. So it's not like you have to make something separate. You just That's have right. to repurpose it. Format. it. Man, yeah. Repurpose, yeah. repurpose. Yeah. Anything yeah. that you write or record or, you know, record, transcribe it and send it, you know, e- you know, yeah. A, so crazy. I mean, you could send out a, nowadays you get you a bundle of USB, um, you know, USB drives for nothing, you know, yeah. and just put a, you know, put a recording or something on that and send it out, you know? It's, yeah. Tons of ways. Yeah. And Tash said, why do you think, uh, Ben Settle sends out physical newsletters? I, I assume, I don't know if you're asking that question or if you're just stating that, yes, he still does that. So I'm not sure, but yeah, Ben Settle still sends out his monthly newsletter. Cause it makes him stand out. When you get yeah. that newsletter, you sit down and read it. Yeah. Like it's Absolutely. not like a site where you've got 16 browsers open tabs, yeah. you know, right. open and you're competing with all that stuff, notifications, everything else. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yep. Yeah. Stating. Yep. So, all right, well, let's move on to, um, kind of what's the one question, the simple question that you need to be asking before you start writing. Mm. Ooh. That's a good one. And this kind of comes from, so I'm reading, this is coming from the book, Great Leads, but this Mm -hmm. section of it is actually coming from Eugene Schwartz and Breakthrough Advertising, which we covered in depth on, you know, first 20 or so episodes of this podcast. If you go back, Um, our friend Brian Kurtz has the rights to that book. Mm -hmm. Um, He still sells that book. You can get it. Um, So if you do a search for like Breakthrough Advertising and Brian Kurtz, I think that will come up. Um, you can get that there. So here's the question. What does my customer already know? What does my customer already know? A lot of people will jump into writing ads or writing sales pages, Mm -hmm. thinking that kind of all people out there that they're trying to target are at the same place in the customer journey Mm -hmm. and they're not. So there's a, there's a scale. If you go from left to right, Mm-hmm. And you put on the left is most aware people like know who you are. They know what you have to offer. So this would be like us, um, Jonathan, you know, we know exactly what Ben Settle has. We know what he has to offer. So if he throws anything out, like we're probably, you know, maybe you buy it, right? Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't need much convincing. You already like him. You already like his products and service, right. different things. So you, you probably grab it. Yeah. But then as you move and get from, some people would call that like hot traffic or warm traffic. Mm-hmm. But then as you move to the right along this scale, this continuum, there's some people that are product aware, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, maybe they're aware of, of your particular product, but then you go a little further t- to the right on that scale and maybe they're just solution aware. So they know they need a product like yours, but maybe they don't know about your product. So that's going to require a different approach than if they know about your product, they just haven't pulled the trigger yet. Right. Yeah. 
And then continuing down the, the right side of this is problem aware. Like, I'm not even sure what, I don't know what the solution is, but I do know I have this problem. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not making enough sales or I've got back pain or my golf swing sucks yeah. or like whatever it is. Right. I know I've got a problem. I just don't know what the solution is. So that's a, even a different type of sure of ad or yeah. sales letter. Mm-hmm. And there's people that are completely unaware. They don't even realize they have a problem yet. Yeah. Like they think 120 on the golf course is, just fine because everybody they play with shoots 120, you know, they don't realize that you can shoot 75 or you know 80 or whatever. I'm talking about myself. You know? um, I, I think most people are aware that 120 is not very good. No, nah, man. No, it's uh when you first pick up golf, you're like, Oh, eight strokes. That's pretty good on that, on that hole. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. But you get the point. Like, you know, you may not be aware that that you have a problem until the problem is brought out. Right. So then the question is, well, what do you do with that information? So you you have to ask, like, where is the people that I'm trying to get with this particular campaign that I'm about to sit down and write? Right. Who am I targeting along that spectrum? Am I going after people that already know about me? If so, that could be very direct. But if I'm going with people who they're not even, they're not aware of the problem. They're not aware of a, that a solution exists. Mm-hmm. They're just completely unaware. Then that requires an entirely different type of sales letter type, different type of copy, different landing page. Sure. Everything. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that spectrum is, and I just real quick, we'll cover this and then we can jump into whatever direction. Okay. So if, if you start on the left side, mm-hmm. these people are most aware We'll use Apple too as an example, right? Um, Because you and I are both Apple users. Yep. So most aware, this is, you can be very direct and you can just make an offer. MacBooks are $200 off this Friday, right? You see a lot of this for Black Friday because people are on lists already. So they're just making a better offer to the people that are already on their list. So they're Mm -hmm. very offer based, like save 25%, save 50%, get, you know, 75% off. So it's very offer based because people on their list already know about them. Sure. Or they are familiar enough with the products that they can mm-hmm. make a decision when they see it. Right. But then as you move down, you go from offer to promise. So you, you make some type of promise that this will cut, you know, three slices or three, cut three slices off your golf game, <laughs> cut three strokes off your golf game or yep. 10 strokes off your golf game, whatever. Yeah. So that's a promise. Mm-hmm. And then as you move, there's problem solution leads where you talk about the problem and then you offer a solution. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, just making a direct promise, you know, lower your golf score by 10 strokes, that's a promise. A problem solution would be slightly different where it'd be like, are you struggling to keep up with your buddies um, while playing golf? Mm-hmm. Right. Are your buddies always un- outscoring you on golf? Something like that. Sure. Yeah. Here's the, right. So now we're, we're agitating the problem a little bit because mm-hmm. they're not quite as aware of who we are and what we're doing. Right. And then you also offer the solution. Well, here's the driver that'll solve all your problems. Mm-hmm. And then you move even further where people are kind of, they, they kind of sense there's a solution out there and they know they've got a problem, but they haven't figured out what the best solution for them is, then those, the, what works well there is like secret leads. Yeah. Like the seek, you know, this is the the classic John Carlton one-legged golfer, you know, drives 
drives the ball 6,000 miles, whatever, like that ad is a, is a secret, right? Yeah. What does this guy know that yeah. he can hit better than me on one leg? Sure. Like, yeah, that's a secret lead. Um, and that pulls people in, but you wouldn't need that if they already know about your, your product mm-hmm. and they're just looking for a good deal. Right. Right. Like you don't, you don't need to go that in depth. And this is where I see a lot of people, they'll read something about copywriting. They'll read something about a secret lead. Mm-hmm. And then they send that to their warm audience. It's just too much. Like they, people don't have time to read that at that stage where they're at. Sure. But if right. you put that on coming off of a Facebook ad, mm-hmm. probably do really well. Yeah. So you have to know, you have to know where your audience is on that journey, on that journey. Yeah. At what stage they are. Yeah. That's good. And then the last two are, um, as you move problem aware and completely unaware are proclamation leads. So Mm -hmm. these are like, you know, the stock set to soar in February, 2023. Sure. Right. That's, that's like a proclamation or, um, you know, anytime you're making a prediction, it's also called a prediction lead. Mm-hmm. And then the last one on the very, very far end, if they're totally unaware, is a story lead. So this is where you wake up in the morning, you didn't even know you needed something, you didn't even know you had a problem, you're just going about your day, and then next thing you know, there's a story that catches your eye on a on an ad, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, you're like reading the story you kind of relate and then all of a sudden, yeah. End of America Tash is a, is a great example. Yeah. That was a proclamation lead. Yep. Uh, prediction lead for sure. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the classic story lead is they laughed, mm-hmm. you know, dot, dot, dot. they laughed when I sat down to play the piano or right. some, whatever it is. They right. laughed when I said I could play the piano. Yep. Um, that's a classic story. lead. The wall street journal letter we've talked about mm-hmm. story lead. Yep. Um, no, cause you, you don't wake up thinking, I need to go subscribe to the wall street journal today. <laughs> like most right. people don't. Yeah. Unless you're already in that world. Right. Um, but if you're just working at a company, you know, middle management, upper management, you've never subscribed to anything like that. Then you come across a letter like that. It's like, Oh, here's these two guys. One's mm-hmm. super successful. One's not. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, maybe I need the wall street journal. Right. By the time you get to the end. So that's the difference. And it's very nuanced. And this is where a good copywriter can help you kind of go through this process um, and help you understand this. But here's the other thing, like what work, and I see this a lot with launching because people launch to their warm market Mm -hmm. and they get a pretty good result because people know them. They already trust them. They kind of know what they're up to. They follow the journey and then they try to scale and it doesn't scale. Right. Because they're trying to use the same offer based or promise based to people that don't even they know don't, anything They're about not this. familiar. Yeah. They don't know who they so are. Yeah. you got to pull them in and suck yeah. them in with a good story or promise or secret or whatever mm-hmm. they are on the thing. So if you want to know more about that, um, the, book, good. the book Breakthrough Advertising is great. It's a it's a textbook, though. Like, it, you don't yeah, just sit down and read Yeah, you can't just read through, through it and just take a few notes. I mean, that's one of those things you go back through again and again. Yeah. You got to study it. If you want a simpler version mm-hmm. than this book, great leads. Oh, I was um, just reading that. Uh, Michael, is that Michael Masterson? Yeah. Yeah. Michael I was Masterson just reading that. Ford. Yep. And this is a really good synopsis of that part of the copy process. Yep. Um, yeah, it's called great leads. Uh, it's Michael Masterson and John Ford, mm-hmm. both who worked at Agora, um, and have written 
tens, you know, a great hundreds of millions of dollars worth oh, of yeah, yeah, ads. You know, a great example, Sean, of what you were just talking about is, you know, I, th- I think I've mentioned in the past, there's a local company that does this really well, uh, Aqua, AquaClear Solutions. Yeah. You've talked David. about, yeah, David. David Brewster. Yeah, David Brewster. So he's done, so his latest one, I've told you, I've, I've mentioned the show in the past about one of his, uh, talking about, um, you know, kidney stones, you know, obviously yeah. as a result, most people don't think about hard water, right? Yeah, <laughs> hard water is not something you're just driving yeah. around and you're thinking you're concerned about hard water. Yeah. You're uh, not waking up in the morning thinking <laughs> you take a shower. You're like, man, this water sure is hard. That's right. Like, you just don't, most people don't that's, think like that. Absolutely. Yeah. They don't care. Do you, yeah. They don't even know what hard water really is, but they do know right. what kidney stones are. And yes. they they might know of someone who's had a kidney stone. They may not have had one, but I'm going to tell you, if you've known someone that's had one, it is God awful pain and they will tell you and they've shared their experience. And they well, will do anything to prevent that from happening again. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they don't want to go through, I mean, it's a pain to go through all of the, the treatment because they, there's, you know, there's surgery, there's different ways to remove them. There's uh, ultrasound or whatever to, to break them up. But ultimately you don't want to be there. Um, right. And, and anybody that's ever had, had them will tell you that you don't want to be there in the first place. So yeah. when they hear an ad like that, it resonates. So they're not yeah. thinking about, they're not thinking about hard water, but they are thinking about, damn, I don't want a kidney stone. Well, his yeah. latest is, uh, especially this time of year with hard water is dry, scaly skin. So, yes. um, you know, you're sleeping next to your spouse and you, you know, cuddle up next to her, you know, under the, <laughs> under the covers, you know, during this, during these cold winter months yeah. and you rub up Lex next to her leg and she's got, she or he, okay. I'm not, yes. know, either way can be yeah. dry, scaly skin. You know, you're yeah. just like, you know, you know, cuddling up next to a snake, uh, and so he uses that in his radio copy. I think he, he's very good. I mean, I, yeah. I noticed his late, latest ad, I, I guess it was last week when I first heard it. And I was like, well, that's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. But again, going back to the, I'm not thinking about hard water. I could care less about hard water, but yes, you know, the dry scaly skin. Yeah. Yes. Especially this time of year. It's like, oh yeah, yep. I, I have noticed my skin's looking a little chalky, a little, you yep. know, a little, exactly. little scaly. Yep. Huh. Interesting. So yeah, tapping into kind of what's going on in the moment. Uh, obviously kidney stones are not in the moment unless right. you're going through it. Right. Um, or like you said, have known somebody and I know his market too, mm-hmm. because you, you do need a little bit of disposable income to buy sure. his systems. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not cheap. Right. So, you know, th- he's probably targeting that 40, that 40 plus crowd. Mm-hmm. So these types of things are more and more in their world, in their realm of awareness. Right. So that's the thing. Like when we say somebody's unaware, they're unaware of your stuff, but they may be, you got to find out what they are aware of mm-hmm. and then walk them from that all the way back to your product and how your product can help with that thing that they are aware of. Right. Um, and a lot of people think they got to pull that out of their product and you don't, you just have to link your product right. to this other thing over here. Yeah. And there's always a way to do that. Well, here's a great example. Another great example. So, you know, I picked up my, you know, as every good 
marketer should do. They should be picking up their, their copy of the Inquirer. Yes. (laughs) So you can talk about, uh, senile, uh, Biden's impeachment crisis, but no, the ultimately, if you flip through, you get some really good, uh, you know, great headline copy, but you also find out here's little tidbits that you find out is that, um, cholesterol pills fight prostate cancer. Did you know that? Did you know that? Sean? I did not. I did not know that. Well, I didn't know it either until I opened this. Is so that uh, an actual advertisement? It's not an ad. It's not an it's ad. Not an this is a, this is under their health watch section. Oh, okay. Which uh, every uh, National Enquirer has is a health watch. They also have uh, coffee gives underneath that coffee gives uh, hearts a healthy jolt. Now we've heard stuff about that, but they go into detail and that's not i mean that's 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 actually an article like a lot of these um a lot of these companies a lot of these magazines will do articles and then near there they will have an ad right that matches that's right yeah do they do that or they no there's no there's no advertising uh whatsoever but i am curious like you know who this doctor is and and where they uh where they get this information but it you know the bottom line is as a marketer, this is stuff like if I'm a coffee, you know, if I'm marketing as a coffee, I'm taking gives heart, you know, gives hearts a healthy jolt. Yeah. Regardless of what this says to coffee in general, I'm going to use, it's kind of like going back to the, um, you know, the beer with, uh, um, you know, the Schlitz or the, uh, what was the, um, the famous Schlitz with the yeah with the purified water purified water yeah the process Schlitz. which every beer yep. company did that but yet right you know they say we all do that but who cares yeah. I mean he's the one that accentuated it and highlighted it in his advertising yes so if I were a coffee company you know what would I do I would be talking about the benefits of my coffee with you know you know how it benefits you health wise gives you a healthy heart you know. Yep. Even though this says every, you know, <laughs> yeah, so every, every, every brand of coffee does that. Who cares? But, you know, no one's talking yeah. about it. So very so. few people are talking about it. Exactly. You know, a few people have talked about antioxidants and coffee and yep. some of that stuff. But yeah, to find those different angles, I, this is funny. I had, I'm not going to give the example because he hasn't started using it yet. And I don't, I don't know who else is listening to the show. Um, so I don't want to ruin his advantage, first mover advantage in this, but he had a product. And we came up with an, I came up with an angle in like just a few minutes. It's like, um, it's hard to talk about this without actually saying it, but, um, (laughs) there was totally nothing he had thought of, but it was a very specific problem Mm -hmm. that his product solved, um, that he never even thought of, but it took me about 10 seconds of Googling to find, sure. Find a problem that we could link to. Yeah. Uh, it's just not that hard if you start thinking about this stuff and yeah. um, and just start fishing around for, for angles and things like that. It's really not that hard once you get in the, in the practice. Of, and once he starts using that ad, um, so yeah, Tash, that's a great question. Yeah, it's, it's definitely research. Mm-hmm. So, which is the majority of the... T- of what you do as a mark as a copywriter, I know copywriter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the right? majority I mean, of the work in sales and in copywriting is in research. You know, you yeah. very little is in the presentation yeah. or in the actual writing or the presentation. Well, I mean, you, that's like 20%. Your, 
Yeah, if you do your research well, the the writing almost takes care of itself. Exactly. Because you'll find right. that one big thing to like jump off on. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It'll be it'll stand out. Like when you see it, mm-hmm. like you'll know, like oh, that's what I'm leading with. That's right. And then the rest of the letter kind of flows from there, or the page, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah. So I'm trying to think, Tesh. Like, um, if I was thinking of a topic that I wanted to sell something, like how I might research it. Um, I, I just can't think of a particular product right now, but, um, I would literally just go on Google and I would start researching around that idea. Like Jonathan just said with the Schlitz beer, a lot of times it's hidden in the process of making a product or the mm-hmm. process of, you know, if it's a non-tangible product, it, it may be in the process of your program or whatever you're using. Yeah. It can be in the story of, of why it was created. There's maybe a story there about mm-hmm. why it was created, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yep. And you can do a little research there. Um, but if you want to get like that third party kind of disassociated thing, yeah, it's just poking around a little bit. So um, sure. I've written these in the past for a lot of supplement companies and things like that. Uh, you can just do a research, just kind of do general research on that product. Cause that's the great thing about Google now. It's like, all the information is out there. Like it's so it easy to find and you it can is. find just about any angle you want to take. Yeah. There's supporting evidence for that angle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whether that's a good or bad you can thing. Find know, it. You can type in like whatever you hope to your, exactly. ang- your own angle and you can find evidence to support your own angle. And that's exactly what I do when I write. <laughs> I will put a placeholder. I'm typing along and I'm like, Ooh, this would be great for if this had a statistic about this. Sure. Yeah. So I'll just type in, find statistic <laughs> that says this. Uh, yep. Uh, Highlighted yeah, green, so yeah. I know to come back to it. And I keep writing, assuming, I keep writing as if I've already found that, but I don't mm-hmm. go look for it just yet. Sure, because you're in the moment. You, you don't yeah, I'm kind of in the flow, yeah, getting exactly. my first draft down. And then right. I'll go back and find the, the actual statistic. And a lot of times it's as good or better than I thought. Sure, yeah. And then I'll just adjust the copy around it once I get the right. stat or the quote or yeah. you know, whatever it is in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's so funny. Like you can just, you can just know that it's out there because it probably is. Most likely. You know, whether, like if I want to sell steak, <laughs> I can find all kinds of research for steaks and I can find all kinds of research against it. Against steaks. it. Yeah, exactly. There's so always I'm something selling, that's going to support you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to find and you can find multiple sources. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's fun. And it's kind of fun. Like when you start, thinking like that and doing the brainstorming. And Mm -hmm. to me, that's the funnest part of copy is like digging around and doing the research to find that hook. Cause when you find it, it's like Eureka. It's like finding gold. It's like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cause when you see it, you know it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Tesh said um, for supplements, you can highlight an ingredient. Nobody else is talking about, find a benefit about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I do all the time. Or Tesh, what you can do is you can actually create, let's say somebody hires you and they want you to write about, you know, a, an eyesight supplement and you look across the market and everybody's got the same three ingredients or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You could also go to your client and say, look, I was just doing some research on eyesight nutrients. and noticed that everybody has the same three, but if you just added this, it would give us this whole new angle to talk about. And, and a lot of, supplement manufacturers can easily add an ingredient, um, in the next batch or whatever. 
and it makes that product just different enough. So you could either talk about one thing or one benefit within the current makeup that's nobody's talking about, or you can just even add a, a thing. Like, sure. You know, yes, it'll help you with eyesight, but it also helps you with, you know, blank, whatever, yep. dry eye. By adding this one extra ingredient, we kill two burns with one stone. Mm-hmm. So that's another way to go about it for sure. Um, so yeah, there's, it is all about research and we should probably do an episode on research yeah. at some point and well, do some live It's research. just like what, you know, look at this. I'm going to read this on this coffee gives uh, hearts a healthy jolt. All coffee types were linked to a reduction in premature death from any cause of reduced uh, cardio, cardiovascular problems. But the greatest risk drop uh, for both was connected to consuming two or three cups a day over none. Coffee contains over a hundred biologically active components. So what would I, I, I would take this. And even though this is related to every coffee, I mean, you know, not every coffee company out there or coffee brand out there would be highlighting this. Yeah. Most one. I mean, you could be like heart healthy coffee. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I mean, yeah, heart healthy going, benefits to this coffee. Yeah. Right? I would, I would love to like, so that what I would do with that is I was immediately go to Google and I would start looking up what are these hundred different biological things. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Because if they found that to write the article, then that's a list out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go in, I'm going to dive deeper into that list and I'm going to look for like the top 10 most interesting things. Absolutely. And you could write an advertorial. You could say 10 things you didn't know about coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Especially if you leave it like that. Cause like, Oh, is it good or is it bad? Like right. I got to read this cause yeah. I drink coffee every day. Right. So you could find a hundred, if you could find that list of the hundred things, mm-hmm. I'm going to look for it real quick here. I'm going to share my screen while I do it. Yeah. A hundred biologically active components of coffee share screen window share. All right. So what is it? What was it? 100. Uh, let's see. It says coffee contains a hun- over a, a hundred biologically active components. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so there's, and this is great because it's a, it's a, that's it's right. A it's a, <laughs> very, it's a know, dot it's a gov article. It's a dot gov article. It's a research article. Here's another one, a detailed chemistry of coffee, mm-hmm. um, compounds in coffee, coffeeandhealth.org. Right. They've probably done a good, the bioactive components of coffee. So yeah. what I look for is I look for a couple things. I look for, I look for names that sound, they would sound good if I name dropped them. So sciencedirect.com sounds very authoritative, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Whether it is or isn't, doesn't really matter. No, yeah. The fact that sciencedirect.com, who knows? Yeah, that site like, could be- yeah, it could be totally off. So, <laughs> so I click on that one and what I would do is I would have a Google doc open and I would just be dropping these links in so I can come back and find them later. Mm-hmm. Um, but bio bioactive compounds, content and roasted coffee from traditional and modern blah, blah, blah. So then you ha- this is the hard part. You have to kind of go in and like scan out, through yeah. the journal stuff. Yep. Um, and you'd have to dig in and start clicking on some links and mm-hmm. um, figure that out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and, I, and I'm looking for one quote out of the entire 
document that I can use yeah. and say, according to Science Direct. Well, I'm looking um, at that impact of coffee there. I mean, that article below and it's yeah. selective like that, that should give me some indication of the benefits. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff here. Like coffee is one of the most popular beverages worldwide. Coffee contains bioactive compounds that yeah. affect this. Like what is cathaic acid? Like I've never heard anybody <laughs> say that about coffee. Like what is that? <laughs> right. Right. We've all heard of caffeine. Like yeah. everybody knows about caffeine, but what is this? What is, what are these? What mm-hmm. is trio? Like all of these, like I've heard a little bit about terpenes, mm-hmm. but not much. Melanoids, like all this stuff could be its own. Each one of these could be its own little deep dive into research that you could pull out. Um, so let's see what else it says. Some look of them look at what it says down below. The yeah. cancer combat combating compounds. Yeah. Potential anti-carcinogenic effects. Yep. yep. Um, may play a protective role against col- colorectal cancer. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, if you're going, if you know you're marketing to men over 50. Right. This is a big benefit of coffee. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And you could say something like why men over 50 should never give up their morning coffee. That's right. You're like, oh, or I got to read evening, that. Or their evening beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I would, I would just dive into this and I'd start figuring out what some of these terms are. And yeah. I may spend, you know, an hour or two hours combing through this and hitting all these, all these links. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there's references. Links. I mean, you see these as you hover over some of these, um, you know, these reference, cause this is research. I mean, it, anything in a dot gov is obviously it's, it's, uh, you know, it's research related, uh, information. So you can use a lot of that. Yeah. So here's something about metabolism and, and coffee consumption, right? You can mm-hmm. just hover over some of these and see kind of what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Decide if you want to go deeper. I mean, this one article. So you, I mean, think about the chain of events and this is what good copywriters do. You got a habit, you know, you're in sales, you know, you're writing copy, you know, you own a brand. So you pick up the national Enquirer every time you're at the store. Mm-hmm. You know, you hide it under the eggs or something so nobody sees you buying it. <laughs> and like, I actually, I, when I picked this up at the grocery store, I flipped it on. I did. I flipped, I flipped the front cover face down. down. Yeah, yeah. Face down. Course. I didn't want to. Yeah. Nobody buys the Inquirer. It's just no. the best selling newspaper exactly. in, the, in the world. Um, but nobody buys it. Yep. So yeah, then you read that article, you've kind of flipped through it. And then when you come across a product, you're like, oh yeah, I remember that article about the coffee. Yep. Something about a hundred compounds. You're right. Then you do that Google search. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're on this page. I mean, look, we've got images. <laughs> yeah. That's a like, chemical uh, chain right there. I mean, the chemistry. Yeah, so here's chain. caffeine, but yep. did you know about caffeic acid? Mm-hmm. And you could say just that, right? You could say, now we just open up a new browser. Mm-hmm. Yep. We say, what is, or let's do even more specific, right? Benefits of caffeic acid. Acid, yeah. Look at that. Reduce inflammation, prevent cancer, so prevent diabetes, premature aging, neurolo- Parkinson's, yeah. reduce exercise-related fatigue, so, I mean, you got a full range of people you could target with this information here. Absolutely, yeah. And I will tell you, Healthline has some of the best articles like this. If you put benefits of, and it's anything, mm-hmm. like supplement, food, they right. have an article on it. Right. They, like, they own, 
oh, yeah. supplement space and the, the vitamins and minerals space. Mm-hmm. Healthline has, I mean, I've copied so many of their articles and like reworded them and mm-hmm. taken polls out. Like it's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, so right. We saw that, we saw this one turn that we had not seen before. Yeah. Um, you know, these here. And so now like, what is, what is this? What is, um, actually I only have to copy. Try, just try going lean. Trigonaline. Trigonaline. Trig- um, search Google for trigonaline. <laughs> yeah. An alkaloid with chemical formula formed by the methyl. So let me just do now. I'll go up here and I'll do benefits of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, help if I could spell. So you don't have to spell to be a copywriter. That's right. See, you're seeing, you're getting an ep- in depth. Uh, some in-depth so behind-the-scenes uh, research of a copywriter, you know. Yeah. So look, look at all these benefits: hypoglycemic, neuroprotective, mm-hmm. uh, memory improving, antibacterial, antiviral, anti-tumor. Like, it's like that's a lot for one little <laughs> chemical to do, right? Right. And you could. So this would be fun. So right now we take. So here's the. Let's, I thought there'd be a try, whatever that one was, try whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought there might be a, a chemical thing. Yep. Uh, well, th- here's the caffeic acid. Yep. <clears throat> so you could do, I, I could see like a, a site or a video sales letter where it's like, you're probably familiar with this molecule, caffeine, <laughs> you show the molecule. Right. And they say, but do you know about this molecule? And mm-hmm. it's different shaped and maybe you don't name it right out front. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about all the stuff that, um, caffeic acid can do without sure. naming it. Right. And you say, you know, this, this molecule could help you reduce inflammation. It's been shown in some studies to help prevent cancer. You got to be careful with that one. Cause you know, you don't want the FDA on you. Right. And all these things. And um, Facebook will, you won't yeah. get that on Facebook or any of these platforms. Yeah. So you have to be careful how you use this, but you can definitely use it. Um, so where would you find all this? You would find this in our, coffee mm-hmm. right yeah. you don't have right. to you don't have to say that it's in all coffee you can say it's in our coffee right because we use fair trade mold free coffee all these these uh component all these components are active in our coffee right and i could probably find something you know if i did a little more digging i could probably find some proof that says you know due to some roasting processes it burns out certain parts of these compounds Yes. I don't know if that's true, but Mm -hmm. it's a question that rolls up in my head and I would do a little research, see if I can find anything. Yep. If not, no big deal. I would just, you know, kind of like the Schlitz beers, like, well, nobody else is talking about this. So I'll just talk about it as if I'm the only beer that does, or I'm the only coffee that does it. Mm -hmm. That's what Schlitz did, right? They didn't say everybody does this. No. They just said, we do this. We do this. And then then their competition said, yeah, but that's what we all do. And then, yeah. and they say, right. well, guess what? You didn't say it. <laughs> we <Right>. did. <laughs> now you're playing catch up, right? <laughs> That's so right. It's like, and it's and too late. At that point, it's too late for them yeah. because then it just looks like they're just trying to tag along, but they were the first to, to, to highlight it. So that's the important thing. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's a little bit about how we research. And if you want to see the video on YouTube yeah. or on our, our website, just go look, you'll see kind of what we did. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how clear it was coming across the podcast itself, but, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so appreciate that Tash. You, you, 
you participated in the show there and helped us um, make the show so even better. Get a copy of, I would recommend to all of our listeners to, to get a good example. And it's an old book, it, but uh, Scientific Advertising by... Yes. Um, Is that Claude Hopkins? Claude Hopkins. Scientific Advertising by Claude Hopkins. You can Google it and probably download a free PDF of it. Um, probably, yeah. Or just get it on, it's like... It's open, you know, the copyright's expired on it, so everybody's got to, you know, anybody can publish a copy of it now in, in print form on, a, a, you know, Amazon. So yep. uh, you can probably get a copy of it, a physical copy of it for about, you know, five bucks, you know, and just order it on Amazon, but it's worth it. It's a great, uh, if you read it, it talks about the whole process of how he, you know, his, uh, the story of Slits, you know, Slits beer, which is incredible. Well, or you can just Google that story. Um, yeah. But, uh, well, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of good stories in there. And I was, I was talking to some of these e-com guys and I was telling them, I was posting in one of the groups I'm in that a lot of e-com mm-hmm. people are starting e-com businesses or have them. Yeah. And I was sharing some of these ideas about copy and they're like, yeah, but does that work for products? Right. And I'm like, well, actually now that I think about it, all the old school Claude Hopkins, David Ogilvy, Eugene Schwartz, they all sold, well, not all of them. Most of them sold physical products. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. And this has been adapted to the information market, mm-hmm. but actually a lot of the copywriting principles started with physical products. Yep. So, yes, it absolutely works with physical absolutely. products. For sure. Um, and that's actually where it, where it started in the, the 20s with Chicago, in Chicago and Madison mm-hmm. Avenue and different places. Right. Um, so yeah, it's good stuff. All right. We've been bur- we burned through that hour. So <laughs> pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good show. And, um, Tesh, thanks for your comments. We appreciate the, uh, the, uh, obviously the interaction and some of the uh, feedback from you, um, to all of our listeners. Um, you know, we hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. It's the day before. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy the holidays with family and, uh, Sean will be back on, the air next week regular yep. schedule on a friday you know yep. we kind of knock this one out on a wednesday um because we're um we got stuff going over the weekend or friday so um next week we'll be back on the show next friday and i think actually we have a guest um i know you had mentioned a guest i have a guest okay that is going to be joining us next friday okay so yeah, we'll we probably look at the calendars and see when yep. we can slot my guest in but yep may do uh, back-to-back episodes next Friday. Um, but yeah, Sean, I'll send you a link to that because she just confirmed a couple of days ago. And I think it's... it's. Um, we'll tease it. What's it going to be about? Um, you know, it's 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 a it's a book author. And I cannot... Okay. I'm sorry, I can't remember what it is. It's, you know, I just have to send you over the link. <laughs> it looked interesting. A really smart person's going to be on with us. <laughs> That's and they're right. Gonna, they're going to drop some knowledge that you do not want to miss. Some very important knowledge. Yeah. And yeah. trust us because we don't have guests very often. So, yeah. You know. Yep. So cool. Um, I'm excited to see. Uh, now I'm excited about who that's going to be. I don't even know. <laughs> it's awesome. But you so, got to yeah, check I, us out. Persuasion by the pint.com. And by the way, um, we are moving ever so quickly to that 300th episode. So this is episode 285. We got about 15 left. Eh, I don't know. We 
we may time this just right. If we have a couple of episodes next week and we kind of stack some on Fridays for the next uh, few weeks, I think we might be able to hit that end of the year 300th episode. At that point, that'll be kind of a pretty, pretty big event there to get some folks on. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this will be our, this will have to be our, um, our cover art. The 300 episode. We will use that for sure. 300. Actually, I'm going to get AI to make us a photo. <laughs> so it'll be you and me. Perfect. Have you seen these AI generating? Um, oh, I have. Images? My, my brother-in-law sends them to me all the time. They are amazing. With the yeah, face. So. It's like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. He'll replace yeah. a face, like a, a famous person's face, and it's almost identical. Like, if you look similar to somebody, like, that's famous, and, yeah, uh, yeah it's it's amazing what you can do. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. I've seen people, like, you know, throw, like, whiz. this one guy I know, he, he said, <laughs> I want to, he uploaded his picture, and he said, make this look like a wizard. And it put him on, it put him with, a, like, a long beard yeah, and long hair and a yeah. hat. Crazy, but it was his face. I was like, man, this is amazing how mm-hmm. how far this like AI's come. Is. Um, we should probably get we should get the Jasper guys on. Oh yeah, if we can't get, I mean, I know that I've got a friend who's brother in law with the founder of Jasper, so uh-huh. maybe we could get him on. If not, we could probably get Darby on from um, yeah. author author underground author mm-hmm. AI author or something like that. Um, I'm gonna start playing a little That's bit crazy. more with it. Yeah, because it keeps growing, and they're saying that the next generation of AI is coming out like December, January. Yeah, GPT four, which is the next yeah. level up. Mm-hmm. Um, You're going to be replaced be one job. of these days, Sean. It yeah, may it's not, not going to be long. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be long. I, I'm fine with that. I'll find something to do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> I think that might be a while. Yeah, we'll give it a. I don't know. Never know. <laughs> Never know. Never know. Well, to all of our listeners, you can find us at persuasionbythepint.com. You can find us on all of your uh, streaming or podcast platforms, Stitcher Radio, iHeart, Spotify. Um, you can find us on, obviously, YouTube, um, you know, Twitter, uh, you name it. We're even on Twitch now. So um, just look us up. You can find us and... Um, Uh, look forward to uh, doing a show next week having a guest on Sean have a great Thanksgiving to all of our listeners enjoy the holiday see ya